my friend, are welcome to Booking the Room. Don't. Starring Greg Barrent and featuring Dave Anthony. <laughs> why? why? <laughs> because I knew never, when I started that that you were going to hate it. It's never as magical as when I do it. When I do it, it's like someone is sprinkling pixie dust throughout the closet. And when no, you do it, it's I like know exactly. someone is spraying shit. As soon as you start like talking. Like a feces throwing monkey. The listener goes, why do I fucking pu- I have this in my iTunes? No, they don't. You know what it is? It's like they've run out of fucking. That's not fair. That's not fair. That's so not fair. Fuck do you get off? That's so not fair. Yes, references are hard for me to spit out. <laughs> the sound of young America, never not funny. All songs considered, those were the podcasts I were going to mention, and then they'd run out of them, and then they were stuck listening to this. You fucking bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I fucking hate you. Today. You're handling it. When I was so it well. Seriously, you weren't recording that? You're such an asshole. Uh, yeah, welcome back to Walking the Room. I'm Dave Anthony, and I'm with Mr. Shoes. Why don't you do one of your characters? You were doing for me in the break. Yeah, Saturday Night Live really missed yep, out. Yep, 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 yep. So listen. That was mad TV quality comedy. Um, 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 here's what's going on. Uh, I have had a uh, feud with a gentleman named Gary Lucy. Uh, not familiar. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I, here's the deal. Um, we had some disagreements. We used to be friends. I wrote a nice eulogy to uh, to Greg Giraldo after he passed. I put it up on my old blog. A lot of people linked to it. Uh, Gary Lucy anonymously said something really fucked up. Uh, then we talked about it on the show, and then Gary went back to the blog uh, this week and wrote more shit, yeah, and uh, explaining why he did what he did, and also why I'm a horrible person, and 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 all that. And I said that we were going to talk about it uh, on Tumblr, on our Tumblr thing, uh, walking the room, and uh, and I think I tweeted that we would talk about it, but we're not. Uh, here's the fucking deal. So there was this girl I was dating uh, before my wife, the last one, uh, and and we not uh, the last we, wife. You mean the last girl? Yeah, the last girl I dated before I met yeah. my wife was uh, we went out for a little while. It, it, I was not enjoying the relationship, whatever the fuck it was. I kept saying, I'm not your boyfriend, we're just dating, and she was coming on blah, strong, blah, blah, blah. And uh, and we got into an argument over the phone, and I said, I can't do this. Like, it's just not worth it to me. We're done. And she said, you can't break up with me over the phone. And I said, no, it's this is over. This is over. And she said, no, you have to. This is something you... Th- no, this gets fucking great. This is something you do in person. So then yeah. uh, we happen to be at a gathering of a bunch of people the next day. And so I... Afterwards, in the parking lot, I was like, "So, look, I just want to say, last night I was serious, and that this." And she goes, "You can't do, you can't break up with me in a parking lot." And I'm like, "I don't like, I don't know. <laughs> wow, you could not find the right place, could I, you? I don't know what's happening. Like, <laughs> I, this is a parking lot." And she goes, "This is not how you do things. I'm not accepting this." I'm like, "Okay, I don't know what the fuck is going on, right? What's happening?" But uh, I think in my mind, I've done it twice now, and uh, <laughs> and then uh, she refuses to accept it, 
and uh, she calls me up a couple days later and she goes, you have to meet me for coffee. And I'm like, I... And she goes, I want to apologize to you about some things. And I'm like, fuck, all right, you know, okay, if this will end it. So we go up there, and she's like, you know, you can't break up with someone in a parking lot. And she goes right into the same fucking thing. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. I wrote that girl a book, by the way. <laughs> I wrote her a couple of books. And I was, and I remember I said to her, we were at a Starbucks, and I said, oh, should I have like called you up and said, uh, let's go to the breakup cafe? Is there a, like a Ooh. breakup cafe? And she got really mad, and I was like, well, I don't know what you want me to fucking do here. Like I said it twice, and this is the third time. It's not. It's stop dragging. Quit dragging it on. It's done. It's fucking over. Yep. That's. Where I'm at with the Gary Lucy thing, you can go read what he wrote on the blog. Stop all monsters. If you want to read what happened, uh, if you want to know what happened in our past, we, it's on. It's on past episodes. I, I put it in the description. You can go check it out. I don't know which ones. Uh, so that's how I feel. He went back to a place where it was inappropriate for him to comment in the first place, and he made more comments that had nothing to do with Greg Giraldo, that had nothing to do with saying what a great guy. They were just more attacks on me and more. While bullshit. acknowledging it was the wrong place to do that, by the way. Right. Yeah. And so because he's fucking nuts. It was the wrong thing to do. I'm fucking done with him. I I, I don't I'm not going to go into some big spiel. I know I said I would. Uh, I tweeted it and whatever. Done. Done. I, it was done the last time I said this is inappropriate. It was done the time that he told me he wanted me to die cancer. It's been done for a while. No more. N- n- if he now if he says anything it will be ignored because it's just fucking tiresome and pointless and to be quite honest I feel a little bit sorry for him after reading the shit that the last shit that he wrote I got to the point where I was like I don't know what the fuck is happening just like that girl in Starbucks who refused to acknowledge that we were no longer dating so that's all I have to say about that is that Fair enough. Do you know that we're two fucking short weeks away from Halloween, and I have a heart on the size of all outdoors? A fucking, we are headed, it's almost, and there's candy on its way from England here right now as we speak. Where is um, that fucking candy? It's on its way here, dude. It, it we, they, we are, we are. What I'm so, gl- what I'm so glad is, is that we're done with this, and that we're moving into what is possibly the greatest holiday that's ever well, been. This, well, this is uh, this is the. I am we're heading to, into. The, you know what I'm going to do? The season of the fat, I, because this is starting now. Is when the season of the fat begins, and then you go into Thanksgiving, and then you go into Christmas, right? And this is just like a binge period where you put on weight, and I've lost 15 pounds. You and you look good, dude. I p 90 x myself into cancer, and I've been sick for two weeks. <laughs> uh, but when but when Halloween comes, I'm going to fuck you with a hundred thousand dollar bar. Wow! I don't. Wow! I would prefer not. Wow! Wow, wow, I'm fucking shoving Cadbury chocolate from England in my mouth. No. Yeah, I'm going to fucking, oh, I am going to, I'm going to choco rape you. <laughs> choco rape. Oh, can you believe it? Here's, can here's, you fucking believe it, dude? In, in fucking two weeks, the world is going to be filled with candy. Every fucking countertop, every office, every building, every place you go into, there'll be some fucking orange plastic bowl with a hole in the top that you can shove your hand in and fucking grab Why do you happiness. Shove your hand in because you can grab shove happiness. Shove your face in, bitch. I'll fucking, you know what? Oh, dunk my balls in there. You don't want these. They're mine now. Oh, boom! Dunk my balls in there. You don't want these. They're mine now. Hey, hey! I what? ball tapped your fucking jack o' lantern. 
corn, and now I'm taking your candy. Hey, hey Linda, why does the candy corn <laughs> smell like balls? Uh, Barrett was through here. Oh, man. I, you know, we began our, uh, just this morning, we began our Halloween preparations. Yeah. We took young Finnegan out to a pumpkin patch yeah. and uh, a working farm, and we did a, uh, a cornfield maze with uh, Elizabeth Shue. Because I live near Hollywood. I love That's it. the kind of shit that goes on in my a life. cornfield maze with Elizabeth Shue? Yeah, she. I turn around, Elizabeth Shue's walking with us, and we're lost. We keep walking around. What's corners, that going, like? Is it hot? I don't know, Shue. Uh, we're, that's a dead end. Just having a good fucking time. I love Me it. Me and my wife and Shue, love Finn, and her husband and her kid. And then we take we take a young Finnegan out, and we take him over to the pumpkin patch. Just to fucking sea of pumpkins. Which screams the season is upon us. Yeah. And that little son of a bitch just started running in circles because he couldn't fucking take it. Yeah. It's he, the best. he runs in circles. Oh. He cannot. He's like, this is too insane I can't. for me to fucking handle. Yeah. And as a young person, I will do this. A circle, 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 circle. Mm-hmm. Because. He gets it. And he, you know what the thing he is? he fucking gets it. Yeah, but he doesn't even know the candy's coming. No, his no. little brain doesn't See, fucking know that. Wrong. No, how you could see, he know? Because he fucking—it's it, it, Dave. It's like a fucking ghost. It's in you. It fucking <laughs> is a specter that moves through you. Halloween presents itself. You just suddenly start going. God, I need to have candy. Yeah, I need to have candy. Uh, by the way, listeners, what are you dressing as this year? I'm going clown from the neck down. I am too. I'm fucking going clown That's from so the neck weird. down. I'm clown from the neck down. We're fucking doing it, dudes. And if you want to do it, take a picture, put it on our Tumblr page. If you're going. Clown from the yeah. neck down. Dave and I have suits. We're going clown from the neck down yeah. for Halloween. Uh, we are representing as cuddlers, cuddlers, cud life. Cud that's how we do. That's how we do. Yeah. Uh, tell us your Halloween stories. Uh, try and go full size if you can. I'm headed to Costco this week. I'm getting full size candy for everybody. Are you really? Yeah. You fucking know it, dude. I will not. I will not. Uh, unless it's an addendum. I will not fucking put funds. Fun okay, size but let me tell you bag. something. I'm ten, right? And or I, I could. I, you know what I'll do? If I'll I'm, open your bag and I'll offer you this. Would you like this? Or should I just spit in there? Wow. fuck you. That's what a fun-sized fun size? candy bar right, is. Let me tell you something. If I was 10, and I always prepared for Halloween, like I had all my shit ready to go, yeah. my, my pillowcase and all that. If I'm 10 and I walk up to your door and I knock and you open it up and you throw, say, a full-size Butterfinger in there, is that the kind of shit that would happen? Yeah. Do you know what I'm doing next? My shiv is out of my sock. It's in your fucking stomach, oh, and I'm taking the entire bag of full-sized candy out of your <laughs> dying hands, and I'm running down the goddamn street because, because people like you are naive no. and stupid to the no. violence that can happen. Here's what I, but here's what you don't understand. As scared as I'd be, yeah, I'd fucking love you. I'd love your pirate ass for fucking jackbooting me and taking my shit. <laughs> I'd be like, you fucking clown. You know what? I'd be furious if I didn't get it. You're stealing candy from me, which makes you a bigger man than I. Yeah. And you know what? I fucking respect you. God damn it. You, you took right. my shit because you know what? You get it. You got a shank you in fucking, your kidney. I don't give a shit. You get it. Yeah. And you know what? You'll be about four blocks away when I fucking blow your brains out with my fucking gun because I have one. You yeah. Respect, you motherfucker! <laughs> and I take your candy. I take your candy back. Right. Because that's how we do it. We're bucking candy pirates. And you yelled respect after you shot? <laughs> and you yelled respect, I motherfucker. Yelled respect, motherfucker. Boom! And what are you dressed as? Respect, motherfucker! Clown from the neck down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ma'am. So what, uh. <laughs> 
What did you see? Uh, well, this this ten year old kid is running down the street with a shiv, he, and he's got a, sh- a bloody shiv which he dropped. <laughs> and I looked at it, and there were you couldn't you couldn't get any fingerprints out of it off of it because he he clearly had used uh, masking tape and 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 then toilet paper wadded together for the handle. So there's no there's no way you get prints. And then he was running down the street with a bloody uh, uh, pillowcase full of candy, and then a guy, a clown. Uh, a clown with makeup? No, no, a clown. He was just a clown from the neck down, I guess. Uh, he didn't have any makeup on. Oh, he's a clown from the neck down? Yeah, okay. Well, we know we know about those people. And then the clown just came up and just shot the kid. And he said, respect, motherfucker. So, and, and then took the candy. And then took the candy. Yeah. And you know what the yeah. top would go? Nothing we can do about it, man. Nothing. No. They, these There's are no prints. Do you know what he would say? Nothing. He would say, these are the streets. <laughs> oh, this is, how, sh- this is how shit happens in the studio city. <laughs> Walking the room. Okay, so I have a job uh, consulting on a TV show, and it is at the Culver Studios, which is in Culver City, uh, California, obviously. But it is where, uh, uh, four or five years ago, uh, the Greg Barron show was shot. It's like and a cemetery. It's uh, <laughs> Yes. The ghost of Vegas is there. Uh, deal or no deal haunts yeah. that place. Yeah. Um, a lot of dreams go to die there. Gary Lucy actually used to work over there uh, on a show. He did. He worked on. Oh, um, he worked on a show over there. That's where I, that's where I uh, uh, solidified the, the small friendship that we used to have. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But I started thinking about the talk show, and and uh, we've made a lot of fun of it on the show here. But the weird thing is, I know, and I know, I know because I've gotten some tweets that some of the people that listen to the show enjoyed the talk show at the time. And and what's interesting is a lot of them are men. And one of the things I, I was thinking about Dave the other day, and and I and I because you know you and I have talked about. Did I have clothes if, on? If we <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, I don't think you did. Was I glistening with butter? Oh, you know what that was. Remember when we took? Uh, remember we went and took a bath? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, why don't uh, you sniff my taint? <laughs> oh god, that sounds good, Grandpa. <laughs> Ah, that's what I do when I think about your taint. I cough up my phlegm. Oh, yeah. The one thing, one of the things that I liked about the show that we had, Dave was a writer and performer on the show, was we used to help people on that show, genuinely, on occasion. Not girls, Mm -hmm. not relationship. The relationship stuff fucking petered out immediately. I mean, I think we sort of knew that was going to happen. Because, partly because we were trying to help women, and they are most of the time unsolvable and just want to talk. We what got was, a guy with teeth. That was the shit I'm talking about. When we there was a there was a thing that we did on that show where we would ostensibly fix broken dudes. That's essentially it. We yeah. would get emails from guys that were in fucked up circumstances and were either trying to move on with their lives, they were trying to date, they were trying to better themselves. And all they needed just, was all a fucking wanted, boost, yeah, right? They just wanted to like maybe finger a lady on the bus. That's all they wanted to do is finger a lady on the bus. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sure. Or, or smell your taint. Right. But we did that really well. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember that? Like, I mean, we did some shit on that show that I, I really like. I specifically remember the dude that we went to Philadelphia, and he like his life he lived was upstate, a fucking mess. Yeah, and and we brought him down, and we got him a dentist, and his teeth. His dad had died. Like, it, he yeah. had to move back in with his mom to yeah. fucking help her. And he wanted to be in a band, and he wanted to be in a band, and the guy had the most fucked up. 
teeth. He had impacted molars and impacted incisors. He needed like thousands of dollars worth of dental work. Um, and it made it so that he wouldn't even fucking open his no, mouth. His, because his, he, his mouth was like Hurricane Katrina. He looked after, like he looked like he, yeah. the fucking rat man. He did look I, there like was nothing the, wrong was, with the rest of him, but his fucking mouth, it was like looking at your butthole. It was a fucking nightmare. Oh, so it was ripe? <laughs> it was a fucking so nightmare. Fucking no, it was ripe. a fur, it was a furry, crusty fucking den of inequity. Anyway, like ripe. <laughs> You're talking about my asshole, right? It's so like super. So, uh, we went up there and we had amazing producers on the show. These people were fucking Robin Hoods. They would get shit. They would they would make finagle. They would tr- finagle and trade out, you know, promotional shit and yeah. we'll put you on the show like this. We got this guy $30,000 worth of fucking dental work. Yeah. Then we flew him out to meet with his old bandmates. We bought him clothes, and oh, we got yeah. a Gibson fucking Firebird bass. And that guy's life was different forever. And I thought, fuck, I wish if we could have a show, if we and I were to be on television again, and it's not going to happen, because who the fuck wants us out of the closet? But <laughs> we, we, I like, did you like doing that? I, that stuff I like doing, but it was always surrounded by a shower of shit. I mean, let's be honest. At the same time we were doing that, there was always like, hey, we also want you to talk to a girl who's a white girl who's uh, 17 and she's pregnant with a with a black guy's kid and her father's in the Klan. You know right, right, I mean? right, 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 right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it was always, it was never like, hey, we're doing nice shit. But, it was always like, it was always like coming out of just fucking but muck do, and But don't you remember and, how those segments would, anytime, anytime we would work, uh, many times that we would work with women on the show, we could not get them to budge. We could not get them to, to be different. Yeah, we couldn't. It was bizarre. But with dudes, you literally go, dude, if you want this relationship back, you have to fucking strip yourself naked and lay on those nails. And the dude would be out of his clothes. Like, this happened on the other reality show that I worked on where men just genuinely will like go, ah, fuck, all right, I'm on TV, I gotta do it. And, uh, uh, and I liked actually, you know, because we're, we, 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 you know, we rant and we fucking talk on the show and we seem sometimes like really cynical dudes and we talk about what losers we are, but I think, no, you are. No, I'm like, I'm not cynical at all. No, 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 that's the thing. It's like the loser and the cool guy. You're thinking clinical. You're a fucking you're loser. No, 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 you're a fucking I'm very you're a loser. clinical comedian. No, 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 yeah, no, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> but we genuinely, I would say, as people, are relatively optimistic dudes who do believe that if you do a certain amount of work, you can have the shit in life that you want. Do you agree with me or not? Uh, if you do a certain amount of work, you can have the shit you want. You can have uh, a, a, a little bit more uh, happiness. It depends what you want. Like, if you right. want... If you want the but it required, more superficial uh, happiness, no, you can't always have no, that. But, but anything but you that you can, want requires a certain amount of work. And sometimes, yes. sometimes though, people in life, this is what the fucking show did. People in life just need that one fucking thing. They don't need you to give them a career. They don't need you to give them a girlfriend. They just want to fucking, they, they could use the funds to get a fucking haircut. Well, they could that, use I mean, you a know, bicycle so they could go get it to a fucking, to go get a job. The dude just didn't want a garbage mouth. Like, uh, do you know what That's it's it? like yeah, walking yeah, yeah. around in your in your fucking life and yeah. you have, like, you open up your mouth and bow weevils come out and shit? But, like, right. it's a fucking bummer. It's fucking, it's a, it, it is. It no, fucking, is everything. Dude, the and guy I was, know full, this because was when full I was full fucking Crypt Keeper. When I was in high school, I had fucking crooked teeth and it was a fucking bummer. Yeah. It was a bummer. I hate, I always hated smiling. I never fucking smiled. Now I'm like a ray but, of sunshine. But, I pop around and I'm like, my, my mouth is like a clown. It's but I, but I, I, uh, I, 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 I checked out during the whole Last part of that, but but I, 
we sort of blow off that whole period of our life as like a like a oh that was fucked and it was hard but well, we did some good shit yeah we and did remember we the did. dude who who had his girlfriend was flying into town he went to his house it was like he was living in his own filth oh yeah and we fucking and we we helped him yeah. he fucking had to we made him fucking tear his whole place apart throw out all of his shit is that the guy we got the refrigerator for yeah we got him a fucking fridge that's all he needed he had nothing he was fucking disgusting yeah he and, was a pig but we fucking helped him and then he fucking stayed better like yeah and that yeah, was fun. Months later, he was still yeah. He fucking got some clothes. And he got his hair cut. He was playing in a band. We didn't like, even have to give that guy new teeth. No, but I'm we saying, did. We did give him a new. Uh, but I, all I'm saying is, balls. is that like I think people think sometimes that we're cynical and fucking hateful, and we are. But I do think we genuinely. Where's we, this coming from? We. Uh, no, I just wanted to. I just wanted to because Why I do you know, think people because think we're cynical, cynical to be fair, a couple of people wrote me and said, "Hey, I liked your show," or "Hey, I didn't like." They felt like we were fucking dissing it, and they got something out of it. And I just wanted to say that I'm not just fucking blowing off my entire past. Hey, a mistake. no, no. What the, what they need That's, to know? What they need to know? It's very simple. We were trying to do something, and we were fighting very hard to do it. And and the studio executives and all that shit were fighting very hard for us to be heinous people, and for us to be uh, lack. Morality yes. and fucking hope, and we were trying to. We basically wanted to do a show that was a hybrid of helping people out, and at the same time, a bunch of fucking comedy. Like we were trying to do something that thing, was very yeah. cool, and they wanted us to be vicious and mean and horrible. Well, they also so we did at times get our good shit in there. But the other thing is, is that you cannot help people by just telling them shit. Like they ask you a question, you answer, then they go home, and it's all good. The thing that was cool is that when we got in the field and we spent an afternoon with somebody and a fucking bunch of cameras, it's amazing how much people will move yeah. because they're on the spot because they're looking at their shit going and identifying I'm not like it's not like oh I live a better life than you I'm like oh I fucking remember that I live like this in college I live yeah. like this just out of college I live like this until I was 33 I can fucking help you. I'm just saying that I like that, and I wish we could do it again. I miss that. If I miss anything, when I was down there at Culver City, the point I was trying to make is that I thought of that days where we fucking genuinely fucking help people, and I miss it. I wish we could do it again. God, I just had such a horrible experience on that show. It was fun, though, man. It was fun. Dude, when that show ended, and I was sitting on the couch a week later... My wife walked in and was like, fuck, you're happy. Yeah, but it was hard. It was hard. It I mean, was, trust me. Fuck, dude. Was something, it was something that was beyond... It, like, a normal show is hard because it's a lot of work. Right. There was something so, a little bit soul-crushing about that show because we were being beaten down. Well, it, fucking it soul-crushing for me, too. I didn't know what the yeah. fuck to do. I Like, then I was done. Once that was over, I was like, well, you had a shot. Goodbye. And yeah. then, you know, which is fine. But I'm just saying that now, looking back on it, and if I took anything from that, and if I could do something again, like, there's something about you don't have to be a fucking genius to help another person out and that right. was a fun thing to do and if I if we could do another show again like that I would do it in a fucking second if it was just you and me fucking giving other people just helping them fucking get out of their shit yeah. you know not being fucking this you know making it so the people aren't fucking stuck because I we get look we've been getting emails from people that are like I don't like my life I don't like my job I, I listen know. to you guys and blah 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 and I fucking I don't want to like well, say some I think, we, we, we don't always answer all of our emails by the way we, we oh yeah we I want to say that, that. I, I here here's what fucking happens you uh, number one we're trying to sort of focus all everything into one place so we're building a website but right now there's so many different locations I get questions and 
at the same time, I'm taking care of a 17 month old, and so I get fuck you. fucking emails. I, fuck you. I'm f- I'm fuck you. I'm, I get I'm emails. I'm 47 years old. Yeah, you don't know what's happening. I'm not a fucking. I'm not a baby. Don't call me a fucking 17 year old. You don't fucking take care of me. I come to this thing and I do it all. I do did you, fucking. Did you make a poopy? Did you go boom boom? You went boom boom, didn't you? I oh, do you smell boom, something? Boom. Yeah, that's just a shell. <laughs> No, but so I I'll be fucking reading an email. Oh, I got to answer this guy, or more often, oh, I got to put this aside so we can talk about it on the show. And then I get, and then fucking uh, shitbox falls off the stool or something, and then I completely forget. You know what yeah. I mean? Like By shitbox, Finn, you mean your son? Friend. Right, right, right. I forget his name. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so so he will or he'll run by screaming, peeing, or whatever the fuck is happening, and I get distracted, and I don't go back and remember that I was looking at that email or whatever happened. So I will completely take responsibility for uh, probably a lot of people who sent me uh, questions or or made comments and I didn't get back to you. We try. No, and it's, it's just hard. not and, always going to happen. And sometimes it's it's almost like you can't just send something back in an answer and ho- like it's that's no, the hard you thing. Can't. It's like it's like you that's what I'm trying to get to. I'm like I, that, there are emails where I go, fuck, put this in a pile, and then let's get a fucking cheap flight to Arizona and go fucking have lunch with this guy. I'm not shitting you. It would be great. It would be great. We could fucking film it ourselves. But I feel like I I want to help genuinely. I would if yeah. I could, but sometimes we just don't get to it. But please don't feel um, slighted by us because yeah. we are, we are uh, blown away that anyone gives a shit at all and that you even ask for our help when the two of us are in a fucking closet. And we also have the fucking, I mean, let's be honest, you and I have the, the concentration of a, of a small bug. Like I know, we, but together... We just, get, we just get fucking, like we, you, yeah, I know. You, see, you see a nice pattern go by and you chase it like a dog following a sausage. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wander off and stare at fucking walls. No, I know. Like we're not yeah. we're not good. You know why I want to show? I just want to go to wardrobe again. <laughs> Did they get the sweaters in? What are we wearing? I mean Dave's I Dave's gonna wear what he brought, but I need you to bring shit in. Have, Could we get we I got have bad memories of wardrobe too. We gotta we gotta Oh my god. Wardrobe was the best because people would come in at the end of the show and go, Listen, Greg, this woman, uh, her husband, uh, she has cancer and her husband's been cheating on her. And uh, just a second, uh, hang on. Uh, I'll take the Prada tie, <laughs> I think. I like the tie today. No, you know what? Let's not do a tie. Let's just do a vest. No, but you know what? It's so true. But, uh, but together. Together, a we did some pretty good comedy on that show. You and me together, and what well, you did comedy. Some guy and I was fucking, making fun of Waffle Man. Yeah, but God bless him. Waffle Man was the greatest, maybe the greatest comedy character in the history of something called comedy. We need to get we need to get a window in here or something. With we need no. to get more air in here because you're fucking now you're now you've ruined like what was like a golden segment. I'm gonna bask in my words. I'm gonna fucking bask in this. I'm gonna fu- you're gonna bask in a fist. is Walking the Room with Dave Anthony and Greg Barrett. Wow, you're not good at that. <laughs> I mean, I gotta be honest, like, when, well, fuck, I, then go. when I do that, people get very excited. No, they, they know don't. the show has started. What people? With you, it's like uh, like a, just a fucking moron stumbling out of the box. <laughs> like, it's just like, hey, let's let's start this off with like a thud. Like, a, get David! Like, that's... 
You're listening to Walk in the Room with Greg Flamana and Dave Anthony. <laughs> oh, That's fucked up, man. I, you know, I open my heart like an improver. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I go out and I make a bold choice, mm-hmm. and then you fucking you go. You know what you do? <sighs> no and no and not yes and you do no and <sighs> fucking no and and now the yawning thing. That's cute. That's fucked up. I'm not even gonna. We're gonna fucking record over this because you're that. You're a fucking. You suck. You're fucking. So I get a, I get a tweet from uh, Patton Oswalt, who is a fan of Walking the Room for whatever fucking reason. Uh, he maybe he his life is so good that every once in a while he wants to look, look underneath a, a it, dark rock and find a turd. Well, no, it's and, called it's called slumming. <laughs> It's like when you go back, when you go back and you do something, it's slumming. It's like, hey man, let's go back to those old bars we used to drink at, and let's go watch yeah. an open mic for fun. Yeah. So, so he he's into doing that, and um, so he sends me he sends me a text, and he says, uh, hey, is your iTunes all fucked up? And I was like, oh yeah, no, I've heard of this with the new iTunes that paying, with paying thing and all that stuff. Problems right? yeah. with it. And so I said, no, I stopped using I stopped dating iTunes a while ago because I hated the new features. I've heard there's some problems the last update. I actually know a website that shows you how to fix it. Right? So I'm being a genuinely nice guy. He calls you about a problem with iTunes, and you write him back and said, I've been having problems with iTunes, too, but here's a place you can fix it. Yeah. He writes you back and says... Yeah, mine's gone totally bug fuck. Uh, it's listing your podcast as walking the room and not the shit-ass toilet hour with the sweater girl and dude boobs McGee. <laughs> Like, he the fucking, fucking he, sweater girl. I mean, fuck that it's funny. He just, like, I don't get taken in like that. Like, I don't get, <laughs> I don't get fucking hooked You got in. fucking duped, dude. I got, I he got fucking down. You know what he did? He fucking David Blaine'd you. <laughs> he Chris Angel'd you, man. He pulled a fucking bird out of your purse that you did not see coming. <laughs> sweater girl. Fuck. Oh. That's the best. His insults are better than this entire fucking show. Yeah. We should, just read. we should just read his This insults. is a crazy thing to say, and I'm per- pretty sure that I'm saying it to no one, but if you don't know who Patton Oswalt is for some reason, if you came to us through a virus or uh, <laughs> or you're doing this as some sort of penance, it, Patton Oswalt is one They're of the... They're making people who get DUIs listen to this now. <laughs> they should. Yeah, in court. Because this is where you end up. Like, hey, look. Yeah. You don't have to go to. There's a guy. Yeah. There's a guy that wrote us a very, very long, very involved, very funny, very bizarre email. Uh, Michael Kirk. Michael Kirk. The upshot of his email was, "I like listening to your podcast because when I feel sad, I know how fucked you guys are. You, you two no, are. No, that's fucking, not even what he I'm, said. I'm watching you two. He said, he said, I, I'm blind. I'm a giant, bald black guy. I have bug eyes. People think." Sometimes people think I'm I'm like a mentally fucked up challenge guy and I'm not just the way I look. And your podcast makes me feel good because your lives are worse. <laughs> That's so crazy. Watching your careers burn out. Watching it's like watching your careers like <laughs> he's in his mind and it's probably true. There's no coming back from this. We're writing our epitaph right now. This is the end, brother. This is how it goes down in the fucking closet. He is so spot on that yeah. that should be... If we have a bio, we yeah. should just take excerpts from that. Yeah. And also C.B. Rasmussen's very first review of the show, which is... 
I can't hear it, and you're both in the right channel. <laughs> or, or USA Mike, who wrote, what it makes up for in tedium, it gets you back in length. <laughs> Or something. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. And it's barely changed. I know. It's barely changed. I know. We're just in a closet now. We've gotten some interesting... Uh, we have... We have. We got uh, Stu. There's a guy named Stu uh, who writes us. Who's a, uh, on our uh, Twitter feeds as well as our... And that's our uh, at Rip Like Jesus and at Dave Anthony. Uh, I'm walking the room. And he actually wrote a sincere question, which I will answer sincerely. He was saying he wanted some help buying a shirt. What? He was just saying, I don't, what? I want to buy, I, I just, well, he just want to figure out how to buy clothes. I mean, okay. that's a concern for a lot of dudes, and this is what I would recommend, and I, and I feel like this is the best way to do it. Look, if you don't know what to wear, you're not sure, pick up some, any men's magazine, just one. You don't have to subscribe. Just mm-hmm. pick up an Esquire or, uh, uh, Esquire is the best. Playboy uh, <laughs> is not good, Dave. Penthouse. Uh, Dave, you're talking to me in a Tom Jones t-shirt. The way they too put, big for you. Let me, let me finish. put on let, a shirt on a on a pussy in Penthouse. <laughs> you're, that's what. That's the kind of shirt you want to have. Yeah. Uh, that guy. That, no, that guy exists. He fucking he lives at the Hard Rock Cafe. So <laughs> here's what I would suggest: pick up any men's magazine and go through the editorials where they show guys wearing clothes, and just find the shit that you like. Just look at find something you like. Now, don't buy that shit because it's all way overpriced. The Gap, J. Crew, Banana Republic, sometimes uh, uh, Ab Fitch and uh, an American Eagle. They fucking knock off all the best designers. Find some shit you like, and then buy a shirt that's fifty dollars instead of two hundred and fifty, and just try and copy the look. Just sort of vaguely copy a look that you like, and just try and figure it out. And after doing it over time, you'll find things that you like, and people will tell you what's good. And it's like it's like learning anything else. You just have to fucking try, and you got to make some attempts at it, and uh, you got to fail. Wow, that was awesome. Well, fuck, Dave. It's like telling it's like no, me. That was talking, great. No, it's like fucking talking to an alcoholic about fucking quitting drinking. Like you're sitting here staring at me. You're gonna say something mean. You're gonna say something. The reason the shirt is too big is because I have tits, and I'm not gonna fucking wear a tight shirt with my fucking titties hanging out. I'm not out. fucking. I'm not bringing it up. You certainly did. You said the shirt's too big. I said the shirt was too big. I didn't bring up your tits. I know why the shirt's too big. You fucking self-loathing, heartless, <laughs> self-loathing, heartless, horrible man. I'm fuck. Where's that's fucked up. All right, so um, another guy wrote a uh, and and put a picture up on our um, up on our Tumblr page. I don't know how the fuck Tumblr works. I don't either. I can't wrap my fucking head around. It. I like, can't. I can't. It I, says that people write people write something and ask a question, and I can't fucking answer it on the fucking Tumblr. Like I can't. Hit a button that says respond. Can I, can I tell you something about what Tumblr? What the fuck is happening? Last week when when last week when uh, John Mayer made the public announcement that he's done with Twitter and gone to Tumblr, I realized, oh my god, it's already time to get off Tumblr. <laughs> Look, that fucking douche canoe. Listen to me, a douche canoe. I, I, I fucking had a Tumblr page. I I try and put things up, they don't show up, and then they miraculously. I don't. Fucking yeah, I don't know what's going on, and and I don't know. I think I wanted to say miraculously, but I said miraculously. And and now I don't know. I don't know who left this because his name isn't there. But somebody posted something. Yeah. On so so he put a Tumblr. picture up of these women. It's a comedy club. Oh, it's a great picture. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great, I saw this post, go ahead. My wife and I went to see Jim Norton last weekend and had the pleasure of sitting behind this awesome group of six. 
Yes, the picture is not so good, so let me fill in with what the picture did not catch. All six redneck, middle-aged, uh, ladies' night out, drunk, sporting glow bracelets, noise-making finger puppet thingies, strawberry daiquiri stained, Billy Bob, hillbilly, novelty teeth that obviously have no idea who was performing that night. Is this part of the reason road comics hate the road? Yes. It's it's the only reason. It Fuck. Like, literally, there is nothing worse than, and I don't know why, but a group of women at a comedy club when they when there's no dudes in the fucking pack, what the fuck happens? Well, especially bachelorette parties. Uh, let's not, Stop now, going to comedy clubs, bachelorette uh, yeah, parties. And also, hang on, because we, we, have a, we do have a pretty large female yeah. comedy listenership. But what happens? Well, I don't think it's all women. I think it's specifically bachelorette parties, and I also do think, like... Comedy clubs are not places where comedy should be performed, uh, but they are the only place that exists. So they should become, be they're like fucking banquet rooms. They're event places. They're a place yeah. where you can get a fucking table yeah, big that's table. big enough. You cannot, you can, especially if you're going to see me, you're not spending a lot of money. No, it's $3. And, uh, and a hamster. And you can sit there. And then because you because it's of no value to you and you've gone to comedy club because it's like you know quotes around comedy they just expect you're going to be entertaining like they just don't even know why they're going it's like it's like when you go to Chuck E Cheese you don't have an expectation of how good the clown's going to be you just want them to do some fucking clowning yeah. and then you're going to get a pizza yeah that's the way comedy is in comedy clubs yeah. it's pizza i've had it it's supposed to be good and the only way it's not like that is if you have a following if you're Louis CK but or, what happens or that right fucking but what happens Hobbit, every time Pat is Oswald. these people come out for pizza and you make them a pizza. But you know what pizza you try and make them or I try and make them? I try and make them the gorgonzola and pear with walnut pizza. And they go, what the fuck is this faggotry? Yeah, no. They and do I, not enjoy give, it. And I give them an anger pie and they're like, whoa. If they, don't, they don't enjoy it. I don't want to hear that. I, I'm here to hear people talk about why wallets are weird. It's really it's really just the... Uh, well, they, they fucking want, are, they though. They are. But no, they, but wallets are weird. No, you're right. No, they are. No, I agree. I'm I mean, not, you fucking put your money in them, you fold them up, then they're in your ass? What's that all about? <laughs> They're not in your ass. If your wallet's in your ass, you're doing it I've been wrong. doing it wrong. You've been putting your wallet in your asshole? <laughs> That's right. You know my what? dad told me to this put it. This isn't the fucking... This isn't prison. You don't have to put your wallet in your ass. <laughs> I do. No. Yeah, I put it right there behind the blade. <laughs> I have a blade that keeps people from taking my wallet. I have a shiv up my yeah. ass. Oh, fuck. Nobody catches me! <laughs> P- P90X! <laughs> Oh, yeah, the P90X sounds like it's doing wonders. I fell off. Because after... I fell off after I got sick. I okay, fell off. That's but fair enough. I'm, fair going back, I'm going back tomorrow. We look I'm forward Monday. to that. That'll be great. Um, yeah. So Kyle Cease is doing P90X. What? Yeah. I heard on Jimmy Doors. Look at listen, look at the fucking people you're traveling with. And eating with. raw food. Oh, fuck. All right. Fuck that. Fuck. Who cares? There's nothing worse than a bachelorette party, and they well, but not if you're if you're the if you're not if you're a bachelorette. Yeah, but, but while yeah. you're doing comedy, and some girl is swinging a dick around, and she wants you to make fun of her, mm-hmm. and you're and you're and, and you want to, but there's not a whole lot you can say. And then the weird thing about comedy, and and uh, you probably seen a this. real dick. She's holding a man's dick. She well, cut off. Yeah, of and course, she's swinging it around. Yes, because on a string. Yes, because they're fucking barbarians, Dave. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I mean, they fucking go out and they they rape and they pillage. <laughs> it's what they do. They rape my comedy shows and they pillage them and yours. Yeah. No, um, it's a no-win situation because they're also vulnerable human beings that when you make a comment, they get, they upset, get upset. And the crowd 
thinks you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Because you've lost control of the room, which you do. It's a fucking no win. It's, a, it's such a no, a no win because you you know you can't go really mean, and that's the only way to get them to shut the fuck up. Yep. It's just a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And then the club owner gets mad at you because he's he just wants to sell drinks. Well, sometimes they do. They're shit. like, I don't want to kick out fourteen people, and you're like, Why am I here again? Yeah. And do you do you remember the time I had like twenty seven people kicked out before your sh- mm-hmm. before you got on stage? I do, I do. It was, I, the, it was the Irvine Improv. Irvine Improv. I was about to go on stage, and the the opener was having a really fucking hard time. There were just a lot of drunk idiots up front. So I went up to the manager and I said, "Look, these guys are going to ruin the show. <clears throat> are you can I are you cool with throwing them out?" And he goes, "Give me a signal." He and I and he goes, "What's the signal?" And I said, "I'll point at the table and say, get them out.' Like I'm not going to do a fucking uh, chartreuse. Like it's not going to be no fucking color. I'm going to point at him and get the fuck like out." That, that's, a, that's a green color. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, God, I, I'm holding a computer and I want to lodge it into your skull. So Kermit the Frog is like a chartreuse. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so uh so I go up on stage and immediately some guy starts talking shit and I just point at the table and went out and he's like oh, blah, blah. and literally they came down and threw him out. They're like, really? And then we just kept pointing at tables and fucking having them tossed and they just kept kept getting louder and louder. And then one guy, do you remember the 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 girl that stood up? She like yelled something really fucking mean and I said, Get the fuck out, you're out. And she stood up and had a full pint of beer and just pounded it. Well, everyone just sat there and waited. And then she left. I literally had 27 people tossed out it's during my set. I, you That's know, rare, but though. Fuck they don't want to do that. It is rare. <clears throat> what isn't rare is the club owner not having your back. And when I was uh, but a wee feature, I was on the road, and it was just me and a guy, comedian, very, very funny guy from Boston uh, who lives here in Los Angeles and is still around doing stand-up is great. His name is Ron Lynch. And Ron has a very bizarre, very unconventional, very fucking hilarious act but just weird as fuck and great and we're in Bend, Oregon and I go up and I feature and I do fine and he goes up and by halfway through his act people start fucking talking and they're wrecking his show and they're ruining it and the club owner comes to me and he's like what is this and I was like oh, he goes, what the fuck is your friend doing on stage I go what the fuck are you doing I go these people are ruining his show get rid of him he goes get rid of him get rid of that guy I go are you fucking kidding me he goes are you fucking kidding me he goes don't say fuck to me I go are you are you starting a fight with me? Are you starting a fight with a feature about the headliners act while people I was like I was incensed. He goes He goes He goes, "Yeah, I'll fucking fight you." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? What the fuck is happening?" No, this is crazy. So, I go, "You want to fight me because my friend is being heckled and you won't throw people out of your club." He goes, He goes, "I will fucking fight you." And I was like, Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, I let's was, do it. And I like Ron, and I was like, okay. And <laughs> thank, like, out of fucking nowhere, a guy has been standing behind us who wants to complain and goes, I'll fight you, motherfucker. Get these fucking assholes out of the club now. Oh, good. And this is just a patron. Patron. Just a guy, yeah. patron, who was like, I'll fight you to the club owner. I'll yeah. fucking fight you. Get rid of these assholes right now. And then he said to the guy, who the fuck are you? What's wrong with you? This guy is your headliner. Oh. How do you not have his back? Oh, my God. And the guy's like, like it just I'm trying weird. to sell drinks. And he was like, I, uh, we were leaving. He threw money at us. He's like, 
we will never work here again. I'm like, in Bend, Oregon, I can live with that. <laughs> if you're no from more... Bend, by the way, I'd love to come back. No more bending. Oh, well, man. I, I never heard that story. That is fucking... Yeah, it was amazing. It was also Ron and I were in the car, and we hit a patch of ice, Oh. and we were spinning in front of a truck. Yeah. The car was just spinning out I've in front that. of a fucking semi, yeah. and all I could think is, we're listening to Patsy Cline. <laughs> <laughs> when they find when they find Ron oh. and Greg, when, when they find these two lovers... <laughs> yeah. The tape player's still going. Well, they were clearly gay. Sorry. <laughs> I was at a, I did a room in uh, Seattle, and I was on stage, and I was I was working with uh, Stanhope, and Stanhope was uh, headlining, and <clears throat> I was featuring, and there's this woman off to the, just like two t- two tables back, and it's a small club, and she is. The drunkest human being I've ever seen in a comedy club. Now, I've seen people vomit on tables. I've seen people pass out. This was the drunkest person I've ever seen in a comedy club. And every time you did a line, she'd be like, oh, Yeah, right! <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! Like, it was just like that. It was just like fucking insane. So there was no laughs happening because everyone was like, What the fuck is going on? And I'm just, and then I start battling with a woman. And I literally, at one point, I'm like, You're just a cunt! Like, I'm trying to do anything I can to get her angry and to leave. And she won't fucking leave. She just sits there and keeps screaming shit. And I'm being as horrible as I can to get her to leave. It's like what I've done with all my ex-girlfriends to make them break up. <laughs> to make them break up with me. And then I get off stage and the the opener's up there and stand up is like, what the f-? I go, what the fuck is going on? Stand up goes, I just found out that's the owner's like one of his best friends. So she gets to stay and destroy the show. And stand up went up and had the same fucking experience. It was just dealing with this drunken asshole yeah. because it was the owner's friend. Uh, like a hundred and some odd people just totally show ruined. Yeah. Show fucking ruined. So the answer to your question is, is uh, yeah, that is why people hate going on the road. But, I mean, it's everywhere, really, unless you're famous. Uh, and famous enough where people know you and respect you. And, I mean, look, you get to a certain point in your career where you can handle it. And, and it doesn't it happens, it doesn't happen as much as people think. But... Um, but it, it does, does it's happen. It's a it does. It, it really does. It, it really. Uh, you get confused because you're like, I don't. Don't you understand what the? It'd be like going. To, it'd be like going to see a band and being like, "What's with the fucking guitars? Play some fucking Beatles. Be- play the Beatles. That's what I'm here to see. Music. Are you gonna play the Beatles? No, we're pavement. I don't know that shit. Play the fucking Beatles. Oh my god. That's what it's like. I don't know that. I don't know the pavement. It's fun. That's exactly what it's like being a stand-up in those clubs. And some shows are fantastic, you know, you get a good audience and you can do, you can really be yourself, but I'm sorry that's rare. And that's one of the reasons uh, you see a lot of comedians starting podcasts, is we can just be ourselves. The idea that a bachelor party decides to go see Jim Norton... Is insane. That, I mean... Jim that, Norton? But that fucking marriage, where's that headed? <laughs> <laughs> the same place our podcast is. Yikes! You're 
listening to Walk in the Room with Dave Anthony and Greg Flamengament. What? I assume that the listener, yeah. they've already, they're fucking, it's the black box, we know the result. <sighs> they know the result. This is this is walking the room. They've already made that selection. They nice know. shirts looking you at You know what makes me fucking sad? Yep. You know what? You're not I getting do know it. it makes that you sad. That fucking candy's coming to this house and you're not getting a bite because you just I'm fucking, no, you're not getting any of it. Not, you're not going to see it. It's coming here. It, is it a walking the room fan? It's a Greg Barron fan who happens to listen to Walk in the Room. I'm, I'm guessing. So I'm because they want to send us candy. No, when someone no sends us hate, really a Greg. When Barron somebody fan. sends us fury, you in can have all of it. You can box that. You can fucking have it. And and it's not very not very much to ship. Fuck, <laughs> dude, you can have all the fury. I wonder if he'll send curly whirlies. I mean, he's gonna send shit from. Oh, well, you get into oh, England. God and you're, damn it! And you're into a whole. Cadbury's fucking, fucking coming. Like I'm gonna start jerking off now. There's there's a wonderment. I of can't candy. fucking believe it. You're in. How is it that there's another human being that listens to this podcast and then says I'm gonna do something nice for you? I don't know. I, uh, it's it's you know bewildering. What it is? I it's, wouldn't. You know what it is? I don't like you. It's like somebody walks past somebody who's in a fucking like drowning. Yeah. Or in a um in quicksand. Yeah. And just our heads are there. Yeah. And they're like, I'll put something nice in your mouth before you fucking go under. <laughs> Let me put something nice in your mouth before you go under. This, by the way, will be the last time they're listening. But, but they're what, gonna. But what if that nice thing was a cock? I. Last night, I was laying in bed. I would ignore that, I too. was about to fall asleep. I would. Uh, I'm, and I woke up reminded of the fact that candy's coming. Like, I was about to... I was almost in slumber. Like, I was like, oh, I'm almost... In, Whoa! Candy's what coming! It's going to be fucking coming in a box! It's coming in a box from England! Oh, God. Do we know it's on the way already? Oh, yeah. It's so... It's, it's in... Oh, route. yeah, no, an address was sent. Holy shit. I fucking was like, he you was. You gotta like, be fucking He was really me. nice. He's like, should I send it to your manager, my fucking oh, manager? Are you fucking. You guys get any of that. I'm gonna fuck the box. Oh, God, dude. You, I, I just wanna smell the box. I hope there's can some left. Can you imagine how much. I hope the, there's some left. Can you imagine it gets how, much the bo- how great the box is gonna smell when you open it up? It's gonna be fucking amazing. It's gonna be like a, just a box full of a candy. volcano of sweet, sweet Why chocolate. Why the fuck smells? are people being nice to us? I don't know, but I'd have no problem with people sending me candy. I feel like after that, we should then introduce them to real people and real podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. Because they, they uh, once you've given us candy, you've made the transition where you no longer have to carry this albatross around your neck. You know what we should send as our gift? Shovels, so they can dig themselves out of the hole they're in. Because <laughs> they're in fucking Look, holes. There are there there is well butrin. There's Lexapro. There are so <laughs> many antidepressants. So many different things you, you can take. Do. That yeah. you don't have to you don't have to wallow in your misery and listen to this fucking show. And I want to I want to clarify something like that about this. We're not saying that the podcast is shitty. Mm-hmm. We're saying Dave and I are fucking failures. <laughs> we're not saying, oh, this, we're not doing that like, no. oh, we have a shitty podcast. I don't know what kind of podcast we have. All I'm saying is there are better choices in friends or people. No, I shouldn't even be allowed to keep my, my skin. Like, I'm not <laughs> oh, even worthy of skin. Yeah. Like, just take everything. Like, I, I'm not, what I'm doing is not worthy of human I would be so happy if some sort of, like, <clears throat> an angel or whatever said, it is okay. came in here and just fucking went just, no no it was a they, joke he fucking they, but you know what man thank you unzip oh, you from the fuck. your fucking guts all laid out you know what my first thought would be I get all the candy <laughs> okay so I finally saw Wall Street oh yeah it was terrible was it bad yeah I mean is it is it so is it so much like I liked Wall Street I like Wall Street too and then I've liked some of his movies. I, I, yeah, I like uh, some of his movies. 
But I haven't liked one recently. Yeah, um, it was oh, fuck. First of all, the direction, like every 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 shot was like it would sweep in, and you're like, hey, dude, I get it. It's a fucking dresser. I don't need to sweep into it. Like it was just my. But the script is terrible. It's just fucking stupid and bad. But here's the thing, Shia LaBeouf is a fucking bitch. He is not a fucking movie star. Stop it. Stop it. He's like a boy man. We used to have fucking dudes. We used to have Clint Eastwood, and there were Robert Mitchums running around, and fucking Charles Bronsons, and there are no fucking men actors anymore. Yeah, it, I, okay. who are fucking taking the charge I, in movies, and it's getting worse. But now let me because ask you, okay, let me, the let, fucking Twilight people are coming. The Taylor Lautners, who is like supposed to be a man, but he just looks like a vagina with a lot of muscle on it. Like he's right. not a fucking dude. He's right. a pretty boy, model horseshit. Dudes don't fucking want that in their movies, and you can't put that in, I in there say, to get women I, to go I, because these guys are fucking lame. I, I, Stop it. I, uh, I I I do agree with you on a certain. I think I agree with you. I mean, I'm, I'm not even on a certain level. I mean, I'm, because I haven't seen Wall Street and because I I liked LaBeouf in Disturbia and I liked him. He in was fine Holes. in Disturbia because he's playing a kid. Right, but he but but I mean, just correct me if I'm wrong. He's in the Sheen role. In this version, right? Yeah. He's in the he's the he's the new kid son in, and, in son the in law. Does that not work at all? Does he not have the gravitas? Did you think no, it, do you think of Sheen as having some gravitas? Yeah, Sheen. He had more, a moment. Sheen's more fucking. Sheen manly. had a moment. Sheen's more. I'll, I'll give he Sheen. had a moment. He's more manly. He's more of a fucking dude. He fucking showed up in Ferris Bueller, handcuffed to a chair. He was fucking good yes. then. Never ever as good as his brother in Repo Man. His brother was never as good as he was in Repo Man. Yeah, he was great in Platoon. Yeah. Look, he's not he's not like the old actors uh that used to be like the the Robert Mitchums and the dudes who were badass who if you said, "Hey, uh listen, you've done a bunch of of, of movies like Cape Fear and some really good shit. Uh now do you want to play uh the Tooth Fairy?" Or or be in a babysitting movie where you tough guy. They would never fucking do that shit because they were men. Whatever the fuck is happening, why Rock is running around? Because when the fucking Rock came out, when Dwayne Johnson came out in in the rundown, I was like, holy fuck. We actually have a dude who's uh, a tough guy, who's uh, an interesting actor, yeah. who is actually can carry like it, and who's fucking fun, and is a fucking dude. And then he's running around in fucking skirts and shit. But and he, now he's going to be in a Tyler Perry movie. Yes, of course. And at that point, the apocalypse is happening. Well, here's because the thing, when you though. put The Rock in a fucking Tyler Perry movie, but he's a bitch. Don't blame. He's a bitch. Don't fucking blame. He ruined it. Don't blame The Rock. Why not? He's taking the roles. No, don't blame The Rock. Blame this fucking generation. And now, 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 and maybe it's just the way it is. Blame the fucking the the Vampire Weekend crew. Because here's the deal: Ugh. The Rock made five or six actioners and some and a sports movie and that, and nobody gave a fat. Yeah, but they were fat, shitty quiet. movies. Doom. Nobody gave a fat fuck. They yeah. just didn't care. I mean, Cobra wasn't good, but people went to see fucking Stallone. Like, they're just it just isn't that time. 
and men don't give a shit. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal's the next guy in the fucking gun. Like, there's no. I agree with you. There are no fucking. I mean, I have a friend. I have a friend uh, who's uh, a big writer, uh, and he has written a script that a studio loves. And for like five years, they've been trying to find a fucking man to play it. To play it. Yeah. And there are none because yep. all we've been doing is grooming these no. little fucking feathery bitches they, to they, be our movie they stars. Tried to, they were trying to make the movie. They wrote a movie about uh, uh, the guy that uh, cre- uh, made the Cobra, the Shelby Cobra. Yeah. His fucking story is amazing. He he was a racer. He uh, was almost, he, he tried to learn how to build cars. He went to Ferrari. He almost got killed. He hated Ferrari. He wanted to fucking beat Ferrari. He came over here. He lied. He said he built a fleet of cars. He only had two. He went over and he fucking beat Ferrari with the Shelby Cobra. Wow. It's a fucking man's movie. Yeah. It's a fucking guy that eats gravel and makes engines and all that kind of yeah. shit. They could not find a man to put it in. The only guy that yeah. wanted to do it was, I believe, McConaughey. And they're like, he just doesn't have the fucking nads for it. No. They couldn't get it. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I, 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 I think there's a point in McConaughey's career where it could have gone differently but there is a but I just don't know that and I'm, I, this is not an insult if you like Vampire Weekend bless your heart and if you like fucking Arcade Fire I get it I like them too It there doesn't seem to be a call for it there doesn't seem to be an interest in it nobody wants to see a guy front a band who wants to get on stage and talk about fucking unless he is uh, what the an fuck urban is act. happening I don't know that's fucking lame but I mean where the fucking maybe, where's our Steve McQueen I, we don't have Do you know a fucking Steve McQueen, Steve McQueen. Do you know what Steve McQueen we have did one guy. on the night of the Manson murders? Do you know what he did? He went out and fucking got his gun? I don't know. He was supposed to be at the mansion. So right there, uh, guess what? Shit would have been different. Yeah, completely. Because they would have all been fucking dead and McQueen would have been just kicking their bodies. But he was supposed to be at the mansion and that night he was out. He was he was stopped somewhere in Hollywood first and he was going into his uh, car, which I assume was a fucking Mustang. I right. can only assume I that. I bet it was. Lined in Let's vag- just say it was a Mustang. The, the, the seats lined with vaginas. Yes. And he uh, is going to it and this And he had dude, stopped out just to get crickets to feed them. Yeah, yeah. He exactly. Just, he just, he swung just was out getting to get crickets, crickets for the vagina vaginas. seats. And he and he is going to his car and some dude with a knife comes up and takes it and says, give me your fucking wallet. McQueen gives him his wallet and then goes to his house and gets his gun and spends the rest of the night driving around Hollywood looking for the guy to fucking kill him. <laughs> okay? Where's that dude? I don't know, dude. Where the fuck is that I, You know, and the thing about it is, like, so those movies don't do well. You know, there's The Rock. Um, uh... I, you know, the Taylor Lautners, those guys, those are kids, and, they, and they're in kids' movies, and and, and so they're not. We're, that's not. That's not Bruce. Willis no, they're in. graduating into not kids' movies. Now they're gra- well, they're not now they're like, hey, there. should we put them in Thor? Should we put them in? They're like, put them in these fucking action movies. Well, right. No, I know. Listen what to me. Listen fuck? to me. Listen, he, look, he, it's killing all. And it's, although they're making the next Stretch Armstrong, which I don't know what the fuck that means, but Taylor Lautner is Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, I can't even handle it. But yeah, no, I agree with you. The doll. But is I don't think manly. there's a call for it. I don't think this generation demands it. Look, we have one guy. We have one guy, Clooney, and he's getting old. Not in a bad way. He just is older. There's but he's no, also not. But there's fucking no one. Dude. He's as close to manly no as we one. get. But he's still not. He's like a gentleman, like kind of a tough gentleman guy. But he's not a fucking tough guy. No, like when I went and saw the fucking Inscrutables or whatever it was, the Undeniables, the Impenetrables. What was it? The fucking thing with all the old oh, men. The irre- irreplaceables. Right. Like, I mean, that was fun just to see that yeah. kind of fucking shit happen, and we yeah. don't do that. We don't, but we don't honor Michael Bay type movies anymore. We don't even want to make a fucking Bad Boys. Like, what, like for me, fucking who is it? I don't care. 
just get somebody, but they're but they're not. I, but I don't think anyone's interested. I, people want to go see fucking Scott Pilgrim. Oh, okay. You know, that Michael Sarah is a classic example. Like, where what's like he's but, he's very good at but what he our does. generation. I like Michael Sarah. He's very funny. Where's he going with that? Is that so? So he's going to be one of our movie stars when he's thirty-five. Really? I don't know. I don't know. Is he going to play a cop? Like what's yes. happening? Yes. What is happening? Uh, it's he's going to make a cop movie with uh, Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> uh, and it's going to be called Shaky and Aspie. One has Aspergers, the other one is just really shaky, uh, and they can't get the car door open. You know, we've got to be a great movie where they're fucking they're in pursuit. <laughs> They're in pursuit. They take a wrong turn. They go into the bay. They can't unlock the, the doors, door. and they die. Because their muscles are too. And weak. then their ghosts come back. Yeah. And they're nerd ghosts. I that, like it. No, look. And I look. Jesse Eisenberg. Like I now we're shitting on people that we like. I don't even yeah. dislike Jesse Eisenberg. But, but it's it's not that. And it's I like system. that type of guy. He belongs in cinema. I, I just think, I disagree with you because the chance is not being given. To just uh, uh, to just there's groom no fucking, a fucking bullshit. There's no Robert bullshit. Mitchell. There is no Robert because the chance isn't being given to but even groom to groom the guy. But there's also like there's no there's no Mike Ness in music. There's no fucking guy in anything. Well, there's no David Lee Roth. That's for sure. There's no guy. There's just no dude. There's no dude. I mean, fucking Vince Vaughn. I mean, where's the guy that wants to like? I I mean, he's puffy. Vaughn is puffy. Joel McHale, maybe? I don't know. Like, I no, don't know. No, Joel McHale is not. Joel McHale's a funny guy. I mean, you couldn't no, make a diehard right now. <clears throat> but I'm trying to find, like, that guy. Like, Statham, who's a Statham is as close as it gets. Statham is as close as it gets. Yeah. But he's not but he's American. Not great. And he's not great. And he's also not American. You're not finding any American guys like this because we're just not grooming them. They, if, they got a, if they get a tough guy in the movies or they're going to cast him in something, they go, yeah, but he's going to scare ladies a little bit with his what about ham? manliness. Can Ham do it? I don't know. I'm, I think the jury's still out. I like him. I mean, he was great in Oh, the you town. get to see him in that fucking movie that my wife went to that oh, I didn't get to go to. Fuck. Did you love it? Tell me how much you loved it. Mm. Yeah, I didn't find yeah, it to see good. it. Yeah, it's very I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know. Hey, look, if you've got some ideas about this, by the way, fucking enlighten Dave and I. Who Tim is the Oliphant guy? is a guy that I think is like that, but he doesn't, he can't. Now he can't open a movie. He can't open a movie. No. Uh-uh. There's no guy. There is no, there's no. Um, it's sad. It's just fucking sad. But that's an also that thing is something that we sort of grew up with in the and that thing happened in the eighties and then it was it, there was a Nebuchadnezzar, there was a there was a Woody Allen George Siegel, like there was a time yeah. you know I mean you had maybe a little Popeye Doyle here a little bit of you know little Gene Hackman but you didn't have a fucking guy I mean that's sort of a thing and I I, I mean you know the weird thing is I'm like maybe I'm just old I miss that and we just don't have it and, and well it's like know. a muscle car but they all have the to muscle wear, cars are back but they I all saw, have to I wear, saw a dude uh, driving on the street in a brand new Camaro the other day and I almost fucked him. That's how fucking funny he looked. He was just some dude and I want to pull over and go, your shit is on point and yeah. I want to fuck you right now because someone should be fucking you because of the car you have. Yeah, I get it. Like, the muscle cars are back. Where are the fucking dudes? Yeah, where's the fucking, where's the, where's the gunplay? And we've got some of the directors to make it, too. We, of course we do. I mean, the, but the most fucking exciting thing that's been in the theaters has been fucking Machete this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a, that was a tough guy movie. That guy's great. He's a fucking man, but he's also he was also seventy. <laughs> he's seventy years old. You know, the, where's the guy who's in that? I mean, there's no one thirty to forty because we. Didn't I mean, I gotta tell you this thing: the no losers that I saw, the guy, the losers that had that guy that was on Grey's Anatomy uh, as Catherine Heigl's boyfriend forever. But then he then he was in the X Men and. Uh, 
He's got some real fucking... He's a tough guy. I like him, and he's funny. He's been in... He's cropped up in a few romantic comedies. He looks a little bit like uh, Chris uh, Noth. Uh, uh. See, that's where you fucking lose me. What the... F- we don't need a dude... Don't you, do the romantic comedy. No, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the formula. They get they get a tough guy. They get a guy. And they wreck him. Who who spends two or three movies yeah. putting his fist through people's heads, yeah. not taking any shit, driving cars through houses, and then the next thing you know, yeah. he's in a skirt in a ballet movie. What would you, you think? Say that Mitchum, like it's a bad thing. You think Mitchum would do that? He would, if they said, hey, can you do this? He would kill his agent, and then he'd drive his car <laughs> down to the studio and set it on no, fire. Right. You know, you're right. I you mean, know, you know when Kirk it. Douglas went to do uh, the Vincent Van Gogh movie, John Wayne took him outside and said, how come you're doing that fag picture? Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of, of John, John Wayne. Wayne. No, I'm not either. But I like that attitude of, what in the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that guy from 300 who fucking has been in all the Jennifer Aniston, Catherine Heigl movies. And, you know, they, and he's not funny either, so he can't even fucking work that. Yeah. The uh, do, the do, the only guys... Clive Owen. How come he hasn't a fucking huge star? I love that guy. He they, he's, he's picked shitty movies. But he's kind of manly. But again, he's it's you always go back to British. They're British. Idris Elba, who was on The Wire. You know who would make a fucking fantastic. amazing actioner? You and fucking me. Could you imagine us blowing some shit out? That'd be the gayest. No. What? Oh, fucking uh, sweaters and tits uh, on ABC no, at eight. You're wrong. You're wrong. Because we, look, you look. We make the perfect cop buddy team. <clears throat> That's true. Right. You're a fucking disaster. Mm-hmm. I'm playing life like a fucking violin. What? Yeah. It's a dream the way I What's, do it. What's was sad violin? Like it's like a no. It's a fucking fiddle. It fucking it's bluegrass. Like that shit turns up and then goes crazy. Oh, so you're going. So you're trying to help your cause by saying bluegrass. Could you imagine? Is that where you're going? Can you imagine the fucking dude Mark Knopfler side fighting man. like this and then blowing some fucking bank robbers away? Let's do it.
of these foreign wars I'm not sitting it out, still in shock And this cold old orbit never fails As the city sleeps We're flying 